Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Home Alone for the NES. Special Christmas Minisode. <laughs> Home Alone for the NES was developed by Bethesda Software. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, the makers of the Elder Scrolls series. <laughs> and it was published by THQ. Yeah, yeah, Toy, which Toy I, HQ. I never realized that it stood for Toy Headquarters. Yeah, I, I just learned that myself as well. I'm like, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, interesting. And this was released in October of 1991. Yeah. A full year after the movie's release. Which in... If you looked at this game, you would not think it came out that year because... <laughs> yes. Now, I'm guessing that this game was made by three people. Uh, one person that loves making sprites, uh, one person who makes music, and another person that hates programming things. <laughs> I it really feels like... Now, that's like, just speculation. Yeah, I was going to say, it really feels like a game that's like just, I mean, I don't know, busted out because they have the license you know, as fast as possible. Yes. Uh, now, this game was released for like a billion systems. For every system it was on, you know, if it was a different platform it had a different publisher or developer i should say mm. they were almost all de- published by thq but like on genesis and game gear sega themselves handled the work i see and then there's a super nintendo version as well yeah i knew that but there is one one notable character in the making of this game that i did find oh yeah uh yeah that is uh mr george the fat man Sigur. i see he is uh best known for working on maniac mansion Oh, really? And Loom. He did the music for both of those. Wow. And okay. two of my other Super Nintendo personal favorites, Faceball 2000 oh, okay. and Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Wow, okay. So this, sadly, is not exactly a showcase of his talent, but... No. And as many know, this is based uh, on the hit movie from 1990 of the same title, Home Alone. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was still in the theaters by the time this game came out. Like, Yeah, that movie stuck around forever. And, um, well, I, I will have to uh, be honest with our fans here, and I know this is going to be a unpopular opinion to take, but I am hmm. not at all a fan of the film Home Alone. Oh, okay. Uh, not, you? Uh, I mean, I liked it when I was a kid, but I've never seen it since. I don't know. Well, you know... Uh, I would normally go over this in the uh, personal history side of this, but I'm going to get it off my chest right here and right now. Okay. As we mentioned in a previous episode, uh, I did go to school for film. So film has been a, movies have been a big part of my life. Uh, sure, sure. I went to the movies almost every weekend growing up from the time I was five years old. Okay. And this was the first film I ever walked out of and realized that it was kind of a dumb movie. Really? Wow. Okay. It was the turning point for my maturity. You know, there's <laughs> I guess. a... As a child, almost every film you'll see is good because right, it's exciting. Right. There's things happening. It's it's a movie, and that's all you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking to the guy who was the only person besides his dad in the theater for Ski Patrol. Hey, man. Ski and I thought it was funny. <laughs> but, you know, I walked out of this movie and turned to my dad, and he was like, how was it? What would you think? I said, it was kind of dumb. He yeah. goes, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. And it was like my, my first moment of realization that not all movies are good. Right, right. Okay, well. Now, to make matters worse, this film is 
one of my family's favorite films of all time <laughs> and could be my brother's favorite film, if no not maybe kidding. second favorite film, uh, at least growing up behind Dumb and Dumber. Okay. My okay. extended family loves this movie. They watch it every Thanksgiving and Christmas. A lot of people do. It's man. constantly on. They quote it all the time. Uh, Keep the change, you filthy animal, was said about a million times to me as I grew up. So, you know, there's that weird dichotomy of the fact that I didn't like it. My family loved it. They just kind of put it in an odd place for me in the pantheon of films growing up. I see. So does your family like this game? Well, you uh, should make them play it. Maybe you should start playing it around them to get back. You know what? I think we'll address that here in the future segment of personal history. But (laughs) right now, let's get to our next one. Okay. Keep the change, you filthy animal. So, Nick, what kind of game is um, Home Alone for NES? Well, it's like a side-scrolling-ish, like a, I don't know, almost like a Pac-Man style. Like, you're just running around avoiding the bad guys for 20 minutes. Wikipedia, or somewhere else that I was reading, they classify it as a trap-em-up. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I get it, like, comparing it to Heiankyo Alien. Or one of my favorite NES games growing up, Spy vs. Spy. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of similarities between the two games. One of them's decent, and then there's this one. I would say advantage to Spy versus Spy here. It is. Now, this is a side-scrolling, you know, platformer? Kind of, but you can't jump. No, and you really want to because there are things that look like you should be able to jump on. I was very, very angry when I found that out. So you play as Kevin McAllister. Yeah. The main character of the film. Mm-hmm. And you cannot jump. You have no Mario jump. You have nothing. Yeah, no, you can... You can run left and right. Yeah. And at times, you run at different speeds. But I don't know why. I never really noticed a pattern to it, you know. But did you notice that sometimes you moved faster than others? I mean, sometimes it seemed that way. I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was just me, you know, so... And then also, sometimes if you walk into a wall and then hit backwards, you will moonwalk for a while. And that looks really oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's not a, a feature of the game, nor is it something that's useful, but it does look cool. <laughs> but yeah, you can stun the burglars, who are the two of them that are chasing you around by dropping little traps that well, you pick up. Well, that the is house. the whole game. You're being yeah. constantly pursued by the wet bandits. Yes. Merv. Yeah, Merv and what's the other guy? Harry. Harry, okay. Yeah, that's I always liked Harry the most. I, You know, and that's the other thing. I'm a huge fan of the actor that played Harry. What? What's his name? Daniel Stern? Daniel Stern, yeah. Gotcha. He's hilarious, or was. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't. He's in movie jail or something now. I haven't seen him in years. <laughs> but Marv and Harry are relentlessly chasing you through this house, and the whole game takes place in one level. It's just the house with a three stories, a basement, and um, there's a treehouse. Yeah, a treehouse that I don't remember being in the film at all. Yeah, me either. Um, but according to Wikipedia, uh, that treehouse was built and demolished just for the film. Okay. So apparently it's in this movie at some point. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Uh, It's been a long time, man. Uh, Yeah. It's, but yeah, you, so it's like a big cross section of this house that you're exploring. Yes. And then you have two buttons on your NES control pad. They don't jump, but one of them allows you to pick up items littered through the map. Yeah. And they're all like, they just look like little icons. And they're they're, a square box that shows you what's, you know, what the trap is. Yeah. Like if it's, you know, uh, an iron or some Christmas ornaments or a Mm -hmm. nail or what what have you. Now you can hold three traps Mm -hmm. and you use your other button, the B button, to lay down or set the trap. Yeah. If a trap's already sitting there on the ground and a character, the enemy walks past it, it will stun them. Yeah. For, you know, a random amount of time. It's not random. It's just that some traps work longer than others. 
But once an, an enemy, one of the two burglars, sets off a trap, you have to reset that trap for it to work again. Yeah, you can come back and collect it again if, as long as they're out of the way. And, I mean, you can walk through them while they're stunned, mm -hmm. so that's nice, I guess. But... And then every trap, I think, only lasts three or, or it's four or five uses before it disappears. Mm, yeah. And then it respawns at its original location. Yeah, so you have to, you know, you learn the locations. They all have set locations, so you, you can learn them pretty quick, but it doesn't really matter. No, and if you hit the start button, it pauses the game. It shows you uh, the map that is the level, where there are active traps, and where you are. Yeah. And then it also shows you the amount of time left. Yeah. Because the entire point of this game is to outlast the two burglars to make sure they don't murder you before the cops show up. <laughs> yeah, it takes them 20 minutes. You have apparently alerted the police, and your friendly, old, creepy neighbor is nowhere around to help you in this game. No, and, uh, you know... Home Alone takes place in a pretty affluent neighborhood. I'm really surprised it takes 20 minutes for the cops to get there. It, Yeah, I would agree. It's shameful. Shameful. Well, I, I did see that the McAllister house was sold in uh, 2014 for $1.5 million. Oh, wow. Okay. So if you live in that kind of neighborhood, I'm, I'm hoping the police would get there a little quicker than 20 minutes. Yeah. Especially if there are active robbers in your house. <laughs> or any of them. Yeah. Mm. Now, as we said, the meat of this game is not just avoiding those you know, bad guys, it's also in setting these traps. And you can set them anywhere. Anywhere that you can move, you can set. Yep. And there are quite a few traps. Yeah. There are, on the first floor, light bulbs. There are Christmas tree bulbs. There's a TV. Mm -hmm. Soda cans. And an iron. Yeah, yeah, with the irons over by the door. Mm -hmm. And that actually appeared in the film, the iron, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. On the second floor, you have more light bulbs. You have water balloons. I don't see how that's going to be very useful. Uh, maybe they're frozen. And then micro-machines, of course, with the classic scene where they slip on them. All those great traps. On the third floor, you have more light bulbs. You have tacks to really get some pain going. Uh, you have more Christmas bulbs. You have the tarantula. Oh, yeah. Classic yeah. scene. No one gets their ribs broken with a crowbar oh, in this game. <laughs> but you, Cruelty. The, the, the tarantula does seem to be a pretty uh, lengthy trap. Stun, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, there are more light bulbs up there. And then if you go outside, you can find a curling iron. Weird. Yeah, yeah. And then down in the basement, there are a ton of paint buckets. I was going to say, there's a bunch of paint traps down and there. And a thing of tacks, mm. which looks more like nails. but Yeah, and again, functionally, these are all the same except for a slight variation in the stun. Yes. And so the whole game is picking those up. You can hold on to three and then... You know, I don't know if you're trying to strategically place them to stop them, because they will run into the traps off screen. Yeah, it's. I think it's more, at least my tactics was always keep full of traps and just keep moving until when they start to catch up to you, hit See, them with a, some traps and I get I had out. a different tactic, but I think we also, you know, went about the game in different ways. Okay, okay. Um, but first, let's chat about our personal experience with this game. You are not a mess with us, pal. We're dangerous. Nick. Have you ever played any of these games? No, not until this week. But you have seen the movie. Oh, yeah. Many times. All right. Um, well, my brother, since he was such a fan of this movie, owned this Nintendo game. Okay. But the funny part is, is my brother did not really like or play much video games. Well, okay. I can see why if this was one of his introductory ones. No, I mean, and my whole collection was there for him. It was just, oh, right. you know, he wasn't into that. He Fair wanted enough. to play with cars, basketball, sports stuff, you know. Sure, sure. That kind of thing. More power to him. Yeah. Uh, but 
because of the fact that he was not a big fan of video games, I inherited his collection. And because of that, I have a copy of this game in box with the instruction book. Nice. Although I've never, ever played it. <laughs> I was going to say, did you guys ever play it? Like, uh, I watched all? him play it. Okay. And that was enough for me as a child well, to I know, know better. <laughs> I did not need to go near it. Stay away. Zit. Don't get scared now. So, Nick, what was your recent experience with this game? You played it for five nights, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was able to beat it. I played it, at, like, at least once a day for a while. Oh, you really did play it more than, like, a couple nights. So I started playing it, and, I was, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, really. I was just playing around. And then mm-hmm. once I figured out what the game actually was, I was so angry. And I just stopped that day. And I would come back and try once a day and just see how far I could get on my first try. Right, because right. I was like, I really... Until just, I think, yesterday, I just sat down and was like, all right, let's just do this, get serious, and just try to beat this stupid game. And you beat it unassisted. Yeah, but um, it's, I mean, kind of, yeah. You did use a a kind of a cheating method that you found out about online. Yeah, exactly. I I read about this path that seemed to work pretty well, so it was just boring, really. Most, And what about you, sir? Well, I did beat the game, but I totally cheated. I used save states, and in fact, I did not know about your little path. I did not find out about it until after I'd beaten the game. Oh, right, right. So I was just running around blind through this thing. I did read the instruction book, which was marginally helpful. Yeah. And uh, I had my son sitting there next to me, Wingman, with the keyboard. Oh, yeah. Save stating for me, because we'll get into it here, but the guys in this game are fast. Yeah, they move much faster than you, so you have to have traps at all times if you can help it, you know? Yeah, and if you have to navigate with any stairs or ladders or anything like that, you're sunk. So basically, I had him just on, you know, standby, saving for me all the time and reloading, like, just to barely get around this map. Well, yeah, because we didn't really mention, but it's like, if they just touch you once, it's game over. It is done. Game over. You don't have lives or life or anything. It's just... One, one hit, hit kill, and then <laughs> you have to start that 20-minute odyssey all over again. Yeah. Get out of here, you nosy little pervert, or I'm going to slap you silly! All right, well, this is going to be an abbreviated little section of general chat mixed with our normal level by level, because there is no levels. There's only a level in this game. Yeah, and it's a small level. Not very big. No, not not at all. So, yeah, this game is incredibly hard. Uh, it's It's brutal. It, and in fact, I was floored that you told me you beat it without any assistance before I knew about that little trick. I honestly wouldn't have tried, but I thought that uh, Abby said her brothers had beaten it when they were younger. And I was like, well, if they can do it, I have to do it. And then later I found out it was not this version. So I was like, oh, well, they probably played a better one because I can't imagine there are worse ones. No, because, I mean, this game, you know, let me get back to the Let me start over because there are things in this game I really like. I think it's a really cool concept. Well, it's not a bad, and especially, it's like a relatively faithful to the movie, actually, you yeah. know, in, in its way. But You're using the tools from the film, yeah. and you're avoiding the guys in your house, just like in the movie. And I think that's really cool. I like that, you know, timed thing. You know, you got 20 minutes to avoid them and whatever. Yeah. It's just executed very poorly. Well, yeah, and it's like, I mean, you have, the traps are your only way. Yes. To slow that. You can't avoid them. You can't jump. You can't outrun them. There's nothing you can do but that. Now, I would like to talk about some of the nicer parts in this game. And it does have some really fluid animations. Yeah, your walking animation is pretty... uh, It's kind of goofy looking, but I I actually liked it. I really liked it. And the animations of the bad guys for Marv and Harry. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah, well, I mean, they should be... They don't look like the characters (laughs) from the movie. 
but uh, they do have a really cool range of animation. But the big problem is, is they move about twice the speed that you do. Right. And I mean, they should have that level of animation since there are only three sprites in the game. Well, and I would say the backgrounds and the house itself does look nice. You can tell what room you're in. You can tell everything you need to. What really gets you is the detection of where you're moving when you have to move between layers of the house. Yeah, you're. I mean, going upstairs is weird because sometimes they're like background stairs. Sometimes they look like, you know, a Castlevania-style stair. You know, yeah. these there's different types. You move very slowly. And, and you have to be at the exact right pixel when you want to be at the edge to go down a set of stairs. Yeah. You can move past it, and then you're just stuck. But you have to back up and be at this weird, mysterious area. And then, you know, there's stairs. That's how you get around inside the house. But then also you can just climb up and down the back of the house like it was a ladder. Well, yeah, there's like a pipe or it's like a thing you're shimmying on, I think. Either it's way, a, it's weird. Yeah, a gutter maybe. I, I don't know. It's And that, that's really the key to this game is like you, you, the house has several dead ends. You just have to avoid those at all costs because you have to have a way out. You right. Know, unless you now the traps, I guess. But I did forget to ask you about the instruction book. Did you look at it? Yeah. Because yeah. I did, too. It's really short, really yeah. crappy. Yeah. It doesn't tell you anything useful and just gives you vague ideas about the game. But it did give me one clue that helped out a bit, and that is that there are hiding spots in this house. Yeah, I was going to say. I never I found really one. used it. it with the uh, fireplace? I, I thought maybe the fireplace, but I could not figure out how to get in there. I couldn't either. I thought for sure that was one. But No, the I... Christmas tree. You can hide in the Christmas tree. Oh, okay. You kind of like get into it and your face sticks out. Oh, and, cool. and they'll can run past you like two times maybe, and then the third time they'll find you. Yeah, that's what, I mean, the, the manual also kind of brags about the AI in this game, saying it's modeled after real human behavior. And Yeah, and uh, it's not. I don't know. They're just, I mean, they're relentless. They will chase you down anytime yeah. they see you. Yeah. But I don't really feel like that's amazing. No. Um, I mean, the ghosts in Pac-Man did that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Better. Now, we mentioned that you have the first floor, the second floor, and the third floor. You know, you get through those by stairs, or you can go up and down that pipe on the left. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get to the third floor, at the very top right, there's a rope that takes you out to a treehouse. Yeah, you can shimmy out across to there. And, and then... that's where I spent the majority of my time. Oh, yeah? Just... I would hide in that treehouse for about a minute at a time. Yeah? Uh, and then, like, well, the... save state every 20 seconds, 30 seconds. And then as soon as I saw one of them coming from one of the directions, that would send me off on my, my adventure around the house again. Well, that's what I would mostly try to hang out on the top floor and yeah. then use pausing the game to check their location. You know what I mean? To see where I was like, as soon as I could tell, I was like, all right, they're both coming from this one way. So I'll you can go down see the them pipe. on the mini map? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just, they look like green bars. They don't really look like, if I remember but right. But so do the traps. They're green bars. Well, maybe it's, I'm not sure exactly. Are they flashing green bars? I think I the think, traps. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't, I mean, I didn't set a lot of traps. I would always just keep them on right, me yeah. to just use them in that way. Same here. And eventually it's like, you know, at the beginning you have to kind of hustle because you're in the house and stuff. But yeah. once if you keep moving basically like I was, kind of the same loop. It's like and what is your... this loop? Now explain this to us. Now there is one FAQ on the internet about this game. That's where I found this. It's <laughs> a little too uh, flowery for me. Well, it's, yeah, there's not much to it really. It's just basically once you get to the top of the house... You basically can start moving in this a counterclockwise circle around where you go out the outside, mm-hmm. across the front of the house, up to the treehouse, across the rope, back to the third floor. And I was doing a, a variation of that without knowing. 
Yeah, I just mean, because I found that was the path of least resistance. Yeah, usually. and I mean, um, you can duck down into the basement for parts because only, but don't go to the dead end to the left. You want to make sure because there's two stairways. You can get right. out into the yard or the house. So you know, it's just really it's a key of just making sure you always have a way out and traps in case they start to get close. But you know, and especially on the the top floor when you're going over by the rope to the treehouse, I feel like you you can go back and forth on that so fast. And and it. it kind of tricks the ai they'll start moving sometimes where i'll be like all right i'm gonna go wait over here till i know this guy's coming up the treehouse uh-huh. and then just head left maybe drop a trap on my way and you know if there's another one to pick up i don't know now at any point if you are caught by the wet bandits it's game over instantly yes but you are treated to a very high resolution f- picture of kevin McAllister slapping his face yeah. like oh the shaving cream scene yeah yeah poor guy yeah that is the highest res picture in, in the game. That's where most of the graphics went. I imagine, yeah. Like, so music. Know. Music-wise, there's there's. you told me there was five songs. Like, the, I'm sending you, you five songs, and that blew my mind. I was like, how? How are there five songs? Well, it's crazy because it's like four of them you will only ever hear for a few seconds and, at a time. Yeah, and that's <laughs> because most of them are like game over music, the start menu. Uh, there is different music for the basement and yeah. the treehouse. Yeah. But the majority of the time, you're going to be hearing this really monotonous music. It's so shrill, like in I don't the house. Like, like it's it, it really it, it sounds like the Nintendo screaming for help or something. Like it's not good. No, we we turned that down pretty early. Now the downside is is that you can hear them running into traps off screen. Oh yeah. So if you put one like right outside your area, you know you can use that as a little bit of an alarm, and that's you nice. lose that yeah, when you turn yeah. it down. But that's one of those things. It's, there's a lot of little touches in here that. Look like this could have been a good game. And I feel like, you know, in a modern setting where we have games that are different price points. Yeah, yeah. Like if this was released as like a $20 game. Well, this here's what it this maybe, you know, that's fine. This game feels like an advanced Atari game or something where it's just one screen, you're doing it, just trying to get better at this well, one task kind of. You yeah, know? I can see that. You know now, what I mean? it does there's only one level, but you do have, you know, scroll through many screens to get around this house. Yeah, yeah, it's not just, you know, it's not a one screen. I mean, it it's not really, but it's it's one big static level. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel sorry for the kids that got this for that Christmas, maybe. Or, you know, like, I, I thought I'd check and see some other games that you might have gotten instead. Well, let's just say I'm really hoping that my brother got this, like, as a clearance gift. It had to be cheap. I, I You know what I mean? Because it's like, at this point, you could have gotten Ninja Gaiden 1, 2, or 3. Mm-hmm. Mega Man 1, 2, or 3. Super Mario 1, 2, or 3. The aforementioned Maniac Mansion. A much better game set in a house. Yeah. Little Nemo. That's another one that you can go into the house. if You know what I mean? If you're looking for house games, you can get either Contra. Like, th- this game, I, if this came out in 1986 or 87, it'd be like, all right, you know, whatever. But this was in 91, man. Yeah, like, it is Twilight really Twilight of the, like, the Super Nintendo might have been out by now. It like, was, I think. Well, yeah, if it was... <laughs> It's, uh, I don't know. And, you know, I feel like the only, the best parts of this game are just like, you know, small facets of Goonies 2, where you're going around a house, these two dudes are keep chasing you, you're trying right. to avoid them. But then they're like, no, let's trim out all the other fun parts and just focus on this one, you know, eh. I don't know. It really seems like it was a rushed, hurried game, you know? Definitely. I can see that they had some sparks that's some ideas, but nothing was really polished to any level, and there's just not enough to be a full game. Yeah, I mean, like, I would rather play Deadly Towers, you know? Like, that's at least somewhat more ambitious, you know, where it's, I don't know. Like, this kind of idea of a game would be cool if it was, like, 
you have to defend the whole neighborhood. You're going to other houses maybe or moving around like a little more to it. But it's just like like when I realized I was like, oh, this is it. I just have to do it for 20 minutes without screwing up in a row. Or I was like, you cruel people. But I did it for you guys, Cartridge Commandos, and for Christmas or any holiday. Yeah. We're not a nominational here. Maybe you're Jewish. Maybe yeah. you just really like New Year's. We're yeah. not gonna we're not gonna single anyone out. Yeah, or whatever the Wookiee Day, Life Day. Oh, we celebrate Life Day every year. <laughs> well, not on its official day, but uh cartridge commandos, I would recommend this tradition be started by all of you. You get up, you open your presents with your children, but then you have that strange lull where you're just unboxing, uh, opening packages, taking out those weird little, you know, sprues <laughs> on the back of every weird toy they got. During that time when you're having your coffee and everyone's just relaxing, that's when you put on the that's when you put on the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> and you let all three hours of its strangeness just wash over you. It's really three hours? I forgot. I mean, yeah. I've actually never sat down and watched the whole thing. Oh, we're changing that this Christmas, oh. my friend. Because it's not the kind of thing you want to watch for three hours straight, but it's definitely something you want to have on, and then you pop back in and be like, whoa, what's going on? What on earth? Jefferson oh. Starship is now playing in a weird holocube for <laughs> Chewbacca's dad? All right. It's very strange. Very strange. But somehow... Still, not as strange as parts of this game. No, well, might need a sound effect. This is my house. I have to defend it. Well, this game is certainly not worth doing a full review for because <laughs> I think that the numbers would never break the 1.5 barrier. Yeah, no, I've, uh, they're very low. They are very low indeed. I would say. And we're just giving you a little taste of that fun music behind us right now. This is actually the treehouse music. It's the best music, I think, in the game. Yeah, sadly. I mean, I spent a lot of time in there. <laughs> but, you know, this is the part where I'm going to ask you, Nick, like I always do. Should you play this game? You should not. But if your children misbehave, they should. I think this has value as a punishment for kids that like video games. Really? I, I'm going to disagree with you. I think you should check it out. <laughs> I mean... What's the harm? Because I think you should really just see what it could be like with a game that's so cruel and just, yeah. you know, it it's almost insane how quickly you die and just it's over and there's yeah. nothing to it. Play it for a couple minutes. Like if, maybe you can make it through on your first try for that big 20 minutes, but, you know, it's just not worth, you know. I think if you're a fan of, you know, this property, check it out. If you just want to see how bizarrely cruel and intense an old NES game that doesn't care about you or your time is, it's just like it's not even an old one. Like it's one of the you know uh, whatever. It's it's a magnificent pile of something joy. joy. Yes, <laughs> yes indeed. Boo! Get out of here, you nosy little pervert! Or I'm gonna slap you silly. All right. Next week we will return to our regularly scheduled programming, and we'll have that promised street fighter episode the movie for oh you. yeah yes we've been sitting on it for a week or two and i'm really excited to release it it's, it's good stuff it will be part of our extended holiday vacation <laughs> suite but we did you know we we thought about this and we definitely wanted to try to get it out to you all while you're maybe stuck driving to grandma's house to your parents or your in-laws <laughs> remember folks if there's anything we missed or maybe you actually like this game and you want to butt heads about it you can do so with us at cartridge command at gmail.com yeah, uh, Hodag Update, one of our cartridge mm. commanders out there. You, you know him, Bill, did send along a little info for us that I'm surprised I missed. The Hodag is featured 
and the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them guide. Yeah, I saw that too. It's a, it was a scary looking picture that I saw. So yeah. I, I don't have any deep information. It does yet. not fit my headcanon for what a hodag looks like, but I'll let it slide. I can't believe the hodag is so prevalent. And neither can I. But you know what is also so prevalent? Our awesome page on Facebook at oh, Cartridge oh. Command. Yes. Swing by there, drop us a line. You can see, see what we're doing on Twitter at Cart Command. Yeah, yeah. Hodag's welcome. Not required. No, but we must, as always, thank all those Hodag-loving or hating people <laughs> that give to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash cartridge command, because it is their financial support that makes this show possible. Yes. That makes us, that lets us have this great time and uh, get together and play games that we maybe never would have, maybe yeah. don't want to, yeah. but you know, it makes all those wonderful games look even rosier. Yes. And, as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game On! Alright, now we can finally talk about Star Wars Episode (laughs) 8. Star Wars. I've been waiting for you to see it for so long. Nothing but Star Wars. I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no good keister off my property. <laughs>